Hello, I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the Wild Soul Academy podcast. If you're wondering what we do here, well, we are a show for wildly ambitious individuals, visionaries, creatives, and leaders. And I'm guessing you, anyone who feels that call for something greater, ready to move to that next level. Yes. And we are a space where you can step into your own self-mastery, kick off the training wheels and get ready to break the glass ceiling. Here we step into these conversations that are sacred and that activate and inspire us and they guide us to move to that next level of business and life. We talk all things spiritual, but we're also about the strategic and practical conversations as well, because that's what we need to show up in this day and age as a soulful leader. By the way, I am your host, Joy Kaya. I am a sacred illuminator, community builder, podcaster, and soul guide. I have a passion for boots and crystals. If I could have both together, that would be amazing. Just saying. And I also love that country coastal life. I have perfected the blend between cowgirl and hippie with no apologies for being authentically me. I hope you're ready for new perspective and some amazing takeaways in our show because we have some great conversations, not only in the solo episodes, but also in our guest episodes. So get ready and let's take the journey. Hello, beautiful and wild soul. Well, it is October and it is the season of the witch, right? It's that harvest, magical time. And I wanted to come in and talk a little bit about the um, witchy nature of our season. And within that, be able to just dive in to what it means um, to just lean into the energy of what it means to be a witch. And I don't want to go deep into history, but I will touch on it a little bit because I really feel the need to talk about the witch wound today and mainly for my own healing. For the past two years, I have spent a lot of time leaning into my witch wounds and this has rippled out in not only my own healing, but how I show up in my relationships with men and with women, and also how I show up for Mother Earth and really connecting with her in a new way. And I am a believer that when we heal our own wounds, we also ripple that out and help others see as a mirrored reflection their own wounds to be healed as well. It's an inspiration right? We inspire that within others. So today I want to talk a little bit about that. And one of the things that I think is really, really key is that if you are a woman, then you carry in your DNA, the energies of the witch wound. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. And if you are a man, you hold the energies of the patriarchal wound and, and then vice versa as well, right? Like we, I think what's really important is that we honor 
that both men and women are walking through this wound, this open wound that has been trying to heal for a really long time. And again, I'm not going to go into history and get on my soapbox because I will. But I think what's really important is that we start to allow ourselves to just see it and feel into it a bit. And so our dialogue today is going to be around that. It's going to be an activation for you to begin to remember. And I will say this, we must remember that this wound exists, that at one point um, during the hammer of the witches, during the burning times, we decided that women were an enemy, that magic and um, healers and midwives, that they were somehow the villain in a story. And although we know that this is not necessarily true today, it doesn't mean that it didn't already happen to us and that this ripple effect of the burning times has had a significant influence on the life that we live now. A lot of things like pornography have you know, really suppressed and held down women to a lower level. And I think what's really important is that women, that we, we take kind of our power back and within that we begin to liberate our sexuality, we liberate our voice, and we liberate our power to heal this wound. We become whole, in other words, when we remember. When we remember our divine, intuitive nature as woman. In order for us to do that, though, we must walk through the fire and the pain of what it means to have a witch wound. And the word witch, I know a lot of people kind of, you know, contract when they hear that word, but if we can just allow ourselves to open that up for a moment, and if we can start to see as, um, like when we, we talk about the burning times and we, and we look at what happened during that time and when someone would call, um, another individual witch and then, you know, hold them underwater to see if they'd float or weight them down and plunge them into water to see if they'd float up to see if they were a witch, but then they still died because they drowned if they didn't float up. And if they did float up, well, then they would kill them anyway. So there was a lose-lose, right? So we became this, at that time, we became a society of um, survival and we started to turn our backs on each other. You know, mother and daughter would turn their backs on each other, sisters, husband, wife, um, you know, so many things just kind of ripped us and shredded us apart. And so all of a sudden being silent and hiding became safe. And so we have to walk into that fire. We have to begin to feel that wound. And so we're calling it the witch wound 
but it's also a woman's wound that we are dealing with here. So we can take the word witch out of it if if you need to, if it just makes you feel more comfortable. But if, if you can lean into the word witch, you can begin to understand that it's it's a it's a wise being, right? It's one who is has one foot in earth and one foot in spirit. It is it is one who manifests and creates and intuits its life's path, their life path, right? So it can be a very powerful word when we allow it to be unpacked, right? We allow ourselves to begin to open it up and start to look deeper at it. And we are all victims of it, men and women. And we only follow the roles in which were taught to us as children. And then we have the structure of society telling us to keep it that way. And I, I know we want to think, you know, oh my gosh, it's 2021. We are liberated. We, we, this is no longer who we are. Unfortunately, that's not the case. It's still showing up and, and we need to learn and, and we need to look at it and we need to allow ourselves to burn away what no longer serves us. So we got to put it through the fire, right? And we must feel that fire and it's not going to feel great. And we must understand the fear that women carry with them day in and day out. And I wanted to kind of touch on this a little bit because this is some of the work I've been doing for the past two years. I asked to heal my witch wound two years ago in um, the fall of 2019. I asked that of myself. I asked that of spirit. And it was a prayer to heal. And immediately upon asking that request, the relationship I was in fell apart and um, I started to be tested in a partnership that I was in with another woman at the same time. And so I was dealing with like this feminine wound and I was dealing a feminine wound in regards to with other women. And then I was dealing with a feminine wound in my um, relationship with my then boyfriend. And everything started to shred. Everything started to stretch. Everything got really uncomfortable. And I had to almost giggle that I had asked for that. One of the things that came up was trusting another woman. I was given this opportunity in my business partnership to see another woman threatened by my femininity, my own power, my own strength. And as much as I tried to make her feel safe, I was shown as a reflection that her wound was her wound and there was nothing I could do to help her walk through the fire of that wound. She needed to experience it herself and nothing I could say or do would change that. And then in my, in my relationship with my partner, um, he and I just kind of fell apart and, and I had taken all of this risk in our relationship and, and I felt let down. Right. And I, I felt like I was in a free fall of sorts within that dynamic. And I 
felt um, like I wasn't safe in that, in that dynamic. And those were the witch wounds coming through. And I don't know if you can see that connection, but when the masculine turned their back on me and I was in a free fall, I was scared and I didn't know where I was going to land. Right. And then here I was in a dynamic with another woman where, you know, she felt threatened and didn't feel seen or didn't feel safe in our relationship. And it was one of the harder things to see because I wanted, I always try to create a, what I call a safe space. And I wasn't doing that for this woman. And there was like nothing I could do. It kept coming up for her over and over and over. And so that was just the beginning. Like within the first two months of asking for that to heal, this stuff started to bubble up. And as time has gone through the past couple of years, I've been able to really identify, wow, I myself have struggled on a deep level with trusting other women. And I've always been kind of that go-getter. I want to be really successful. I've always kind of followed into a leadership position and in all aspects of my life, whether it be personal or professional. And I realized that my competitive spirit was also really focused in on other women. I didn't compete in the same way with other men as I, or, or with men as I did with women. And if you can just stop for a moment and look at the men and women in your life, maybe like in a career or a sport that you played um, or some dynamic like that, notice how you view women versus how you view men. Just notice the difference, whether it be a manager or a leader or a mentor, or whether it be a peer, notice how you look at them. Notice how your inner dialogue changes around them. That was a huge eye-opener for me. That's when I started realizing, oh, we're playing with different rules here. How do I change that? How do I shift that? And so begins the journey of healing how I would view other women. Instead of women becoming competition, I now can start to heal that and then it begins to shift and change. And now I'm supporting and holding other women up and encouraging them to walk alongside me or vice versa. They're encouraging me to walk alongside them to heal, right? To heal. We have to feel that fear. So in me sharing my own experience, I had to allow myself to feel the fear. I had to open it up. And I took this opportunity of being in COVID as a really great time of self-reflection. My feminine health came into question. I got really sick last year at this time. I became very, very sick. I was pretty much bedridden for five months. It was quite the journey and a really frustrating experience, but it was all around my feminine womb. And, you know, the ending of the, um, the maiden 
energy of the mother energy and and kind of falling into that crone or that sage energy you know i'm i'm becoming i'm moving into menopause like what does that look like what does that feel like you know my whole womb is changing i became so ill that i could not i couldn't work my my brain function was being affected like i got really really ill and i couldn't even at one point walk and um and i healed and i'm fine now however going through that trauma i was physically being called to be present to pay attention to my feminine to my witch wound and on a physical level women you know i'm right our period is inconvenient our monthly moon cycle is inconvenient right and We've, we, we, we hide it away. We, you know, we shush it down. And there is a, a point of being in the moment with it. And if you feel like you need to go within and take some time for self and nurture yourself, you do that during your moon cycle often. But there's also that point of, I want to hide it or I'm not worthy if I'm on my cycle. You know, there's something about this energy where we've been hiding it away. Well, we were taught as young girls, you know, like never wear white when you're on your moon. Um, you know, you really can't do sports when you're on your moon. Um, there's just like all these little things. And so we have these like thought processes, right? And so physically, I was also being called present to see and feel and experience my womb on a new level. Okay, so my, I got really, really sick, which then forced me to get very, very raw and honest around my womb and how I see and experience it. So right now, we really want to start thinking about, you know, in my sharing here, like calling our energy, like you're like, Joy, how do we do this, right? Like, how do I... How do I begin to become more aware of my witch wound? How do I become more aware of this feminine energy that you speak of? Well, one of the things we can do is we can call each other in and we can hold this space together as women, as sisterhood. And we can have the conversations over glasses of wine. We can have the conversations on social media, you know, in chat rooms. We can, we can really begin to open up the conversation. And, and a lot of this conversation is happening. Like we're hearing it more and more. Right. And, and yet there's so many who are not talking about it. So we can hold that space and we also can learn to trust each other. We can ask for trust. We can say, Hey sister, I want to trust you help me with that. I struggle with that. I tend to contract around letting other women in. Help me heal this. Or sister, I see you. And even though you may not be asking for my help, I see you and I want to be here for you. So we're really just calling that sisterhood in. It's another way we can do that and ask for each other to trust right? We can also begin to respect and give grace 
to each other and honor each other and also honor our earth. You know, Mother Earth is this beautiful reflection of how women treat each other. How we treat the earth is how we're treating women. Right? I repeat, how we treat the earth is how we're treating the feminine, if you think about it. And so we're asking for that change, right? We're asking for um, the healing of the earth to to take um, priority. And I know that I don't want to get political, right? But there is a request to be more aware of what we're doing to our earth. There's also a request to be aware of how we're treating women on this planet. I think what's important is to understand that your wisdom is waking, that your wisdom wants to awaken. This inner feminine energy is within you and wants to rise out of you. We have to tend to our well-being and start to feel the wounds that we hold and then the rest will ripple out. But first start with your own house with your own temple, take care of you, get honest with you and where your wound is. There is so much we can lean into here, but remember that you are a sacred being on this planet, that whether you are male or female, that you are sacred and the male energy of our planet, that masculine, it needs healing too, right? And I always say, I don't claim to know how to help heal the the masculine, but I will tell you this, I will hold that space all darn day with any masculine who wants to heal. And I believe that the answer and the solution in this is not about just healing the feminine wounds, but it's the divine union of masculine and feminine. It's honoring the feminine within all of us. It's honoring the masculine within all of us. In order for us to do that though, we have to see what is hurting, what wounds are bleeding and calling presence to, to itself. You know, I look at our beautiful counterparts, men, amazing, masterful men that are in our lives. They want to support and hold this space with us. I appreciate every man who listens. I appreciate every man who slows enough to ask if a woman's okay. Not because he wants to be the protector necessarily, but because he really wants to know if she's okay. Because she's his equal. And this is the healing that we need on our planet, right? This is the healing, the invitation that is happening right now as I speak, as I activate with my own, with these words to you, we are now healing ourselves. As I transmute the wisdom that I have learned because I've been digesting it for two years and processing it for two years. And now I speak it. I feel 
awakened. I trust that the right words are coming through in this recording that will activate you so you can begin your journey of healing and exploration and wisdom. I trust. We must ground ourselves. We must allow for the space to heal. And oftentimes we just push it down or we ignore it. But we can change that today. We can begin to acknowledge that the witch wound exists. We can begin to see how the wound is affecting how we commune with each other. How the witch wound silences you. How the witch wound shows up in the most mysterious ways in your life. You can shed light on it. You can allow it to burn away and heal. You can get really clear on how you feel in your physical body when your moon time comes or when you feel unseen or bound up. Where is it? Where's that pain? Where's that wound? And you can begin to breathe through it. Speak your truth and unbind what was once a gaping wound and allow it to heal. Give it breath. Let it breathe. We can stop trying to fix each other and just love each other. We can come into our safety, into our sanctuary of trusted circles. We can call those fellow divine feminine beings that want to heal as well and come together in union. We can call our divine masculine to join us, to hold space with us and allow both of us to heal. We can ask for that trust. We can remember that we're not alone and that alone is something that we create out of fear. And we can surrender and just ask for the healing to come. That's what I did. That's what I did. So taking a beautiful deep breath in and letting it out. I want you to embrace this invitation, the season of the witch. This time of year is always so blessed. It is the opportunity for us to see how thin the veil is to connect into our ancestry, to connect into our witch lineage, to find our own witch wound, no matter what our lineage is, to seek it, to find it. to feel into it and to trust 
that the healing is your birthright and that this is the season to heal those wounds. I want to thank you for listening and being here and sharing the space with me. And thank you for always sharing and loving the podcast with those that you love and care for. I appreciate you so deeply and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. If it moved you and you feel the desire, please share it with a friend, share it on your social media. Let us know how you're feeling with a beautiful love note or a review. We want to thank you again for being here and we will see you next time.